Hi everyone, this is Avin Chang. Welcome back to REOK Podcast. In today's episode, we're going to talk about uh, something about the industry that we're in and uh, and also like to let you guys feel and know what we really feel uh, working in our industry. And on today's episode, I have a very good friend. Uh, we're going to talk about how we first met uh, in a bit. And um, it's Anis. Anis Nabila. Hello. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for doing this. I I love this. I mean, I think we do have like a lot of chats, heart to heart talk mm-hmm. over the last few years since we've known each other. Yeah. But this is the first time on camera. <laughs> Spicy. <laughs> I know, I know. But it's always been good though. Yeah, yeah it's always been good. Right? And Anis has been so nice to me. Aww. You know, like when we first met, it's actually very funny. It's like during MCO, during yeah. the lockdown. And Online. Online and our management wanted like, you know, Alvin, why don't you just try cooking? Because I don't cook at all. I remember The that. stuff that I have, the kitchen appliances that. that I have is like so limited. Yeah. And but then, you were also moving houses at the point of time or about to move. No. Uh, no. Okay. Not, not okay. really. Like I bought a new apartment but oh, okay. back then I couldn't move. Okay. Because so of MCO. Because yeah. of MCO. I couldn't do renovation and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So for the last 10 years, I mean during when we first met. Mm-hmm. That was the only cooking appliances that I have. <laughs> I love it. So like, I'm so honest. And then the you know, management Universal Music was like, you know, why don't you just do like a cooking video, like with the stuff that you have? I'm mm. like, are you sure you want me to share this part of me to the mm. world? Mm. I'm like, yeah, you could be funny and stuff. Like, okay, yeah, mm. let's do it. And then um, <laughs> we made like a Zoom call or something, yeah. and then yeah. I went like grocery shopping and stuff. Yeah, yeah, you're video calling me. And then at that point, I feel shopping. like I know nothing about stuff. Yeah. Cooking stuff, yeah. ingredients and stuff. So yeah. when you were saying like some some names, I'm like, what the hell is this? <laughs> like, I feel so malu and embarrassed. No, like, please. like, what is it about? So no. when, when we get back home, um, like she asked, like, do you have this knife and that knife? I'm like, this is the only knife that I have, the, the fruit knife. Okay, like, bear in mind, <laughs> I was not informed, like, at, like you know, how your Equip. situation yeah. is yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, but I thought it was fine. I thought it was good. I mean, I love teaching people who don't really have a lot of knowledge in cooking mm-hmm. rather than teaching people who are really good at it. Mm-hmm. I mean, because there's a lot more to teach yeah. when you don't really know much. Mm-hmm. And it, it was fun. And I felt like it was real. It was real. Our reactions are all real. <laughs> it, it looked really real. Um, because, you know, we were in that situation, MCO, where we can't just go out and yeah. get everything, you know. Uh, you can't just order from um, online. Delivery. And, yeah, and get it get it delivered, like all your uh, appliances and equipments and utensils. Mm-hmm. So we were literally making do, and that was what? It was about anyways. Mm-hmm. That was fun though. That was really, it really, really fun. It really was. It really was. But it also made me feel like I'm, I'm not meant for cooking. <laughs> There's so <laughs> many work and I hate doing dishes. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that sucks. And I, I don't I have a dishwasher. Well. Do you have a dishwasher? I do. Yeah. So I don't. And like, uh, it's, especially it with all the like crease and all this stuff. Yeah. I mean, get a dishwasher. But I don't cook that often though. Well, you have to eat. It's, you know, delivery. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, back to today's topic. Um, so we're going to talk about like our background, like mm. how we started. Yeah. So, um, 
And because we, we have chatted a few times, so I sort of know like some of your stories, mm-hmm. like you were being the only female celebrity chef starting when I started in the, yeah. in the industry. So can you briefly just share with our audience like how you get involved? Because I, I know you've been cooking your whole life with your siblings yeah. with your parents yeah. and stuff when, like when that. When I came out of my mother's womb, I'm like with a spatula. A spatula. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> um, well, yeah. Um, I started cooking on TV um, in 2007. Mm. I didn't like. I never imagined this was what I was gonna end up doing. Um, I did started cooking way before, before. that, mm-hmm. um, and I thought I was just gonna end up in a restaurant or something. Uh, and one day I was called to do an audition for the first show I did. Mm-hmm. And it was a collaboration between Indonesian TV and mm-hmm. Malaysia. Mm-hmm. And they said, you know, they wanted to um, change. They wanted something different. They wanted to break the stereotype. So that's why they wanted a young female to run the show who is uh, qualified in culinary. So you can really teach people, you have the knowledge and stuff. Mm. So I didn't think much of it. I'm like, uh, people asked me to just go. They said, you know, you'll be great for this. Just try it out. And at that point in time, I was actually um, working part-time in another hotel mm-hmm. in KL. Uh, but I thought, you know, uh, let's let's just do it anyways. So I did it, um, and the people who interviewed me, they were really a prominent figure in the industry, prominent figures in the industry, um, newscasters and TV sh- TV hosts, mm-hmm. like really, really famous. Okay. At that point in time, really, really famous. <laughs> <laughs> and um, when they auditioned me, I, I, you know, I speak Malay fluently. Yeah, yeah. I can speak Malay fine. But at that point in time, my Malay was um, more with a northern accent. Okay. Because I grew up with my grandparents and they're from Penang. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's a lot of like, you know, that kind yeah, yeah. of thing. Um, but even with my friends, I do speak Malay, but pasala, mm-hmm. you know. Yes. But... TV at that point of time was was very different. Yeah, you know everything. You, speak you can't like even have exactly. Like you that. can't even have a word of English, and so of course <laughs> it was <laughs> like you know you you tend to think, mm-hmm. especially when you've got no experience being on camera, mm-hmm. and. You know, when a camera is placed in front of you, you just... You got nervous. You kind of like, you have to think like, what am I going to say? It doesn't just flow right out. Yes. So, can you imagine having to cook and talk? Yeah. And like, I was 20 years old. 20 years old. Yeah. And here are these famous people in front of me, like... Uh, cook something and talk to the camera. And uh, there was like three cameras. And at that point in time, Alvin, the cameras were this big. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the one you put on your shoulder and it's like, you know. Yeah. And if you have to repeat yourself four times, the cameraman will go like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> um, But I did it. I was just 
I, I did it in, in, with a Penang accent. Mm-hmm. And I just went on and on. I don't remember, even remember what I said. And then all of a sudden, they called me and said, um, you know, you're selected to go through to the next, next audition. One. And I said, oh, great. Yeah, sure. Um, I didn't think anything of it. A month after that, they called me. And they were like, forget the second audition. You got the job. Mm-hmm. So they auditioned about 80. Um, Eight zero. Uh, 80 girls, yeah. And I got it. So I was shocked. Uh, but happy, obviously. And I was actually attached to the network. I learned so much. But again, things were very different back mm. then. Um, you know, there's a way to, to, to speak to the camera. And so I was sent to all sorts of training, uh, voice training, you know, speak from your dive and Assalamualaikum, anda bersama saya, Anis Nabila. <laughs> to to um, really speaking proper Malay, um, which, you know, of course, is very good and very helpful for me. I feel like my mic yes. is dropping. <laughs> it's like, right, like, where are you going? <laughs> What's happening here? Speak for your drive phone, dude. <laughs> the mic goes directly to your drive phone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good God. Uh, is it just me or this is like getting further away? <laughs> Kembali bersama saya, Anis Nabila. Selepas <laughs> okay. commercial break. <laughs> a little bit of a, an issue uh, Alvin was saying. Like, you know, I was really speaking from my diaphragm. Yeah. It wanted some action. Mm. Um, so, yeah. So... Um, you know, I, I had to go through all these courses to sort of like fit in. Mm-hmm. But how, how long there. does it take for you to like really get used to whatever you were doing? Do I, you got, I got used to it quite fast. I, I, I got to used to doing it quite fast. But I don't think I've ever fitted in. Mm, why, why, why <laughs> I don't that? think I've been doing this for 16 years now. And I don't think I truly ever fitted in. Um, because Alvin, we are all individuals. We're mm-hmm. all different. You know, it, it goes back to like our upbringing, mm-hmm. um, the things we are exposed to. Mm. Um, people, when I started, you know, um, I had to, people didn't know because, you know, I was, I had to speak in Malay in mm-hmm. all my TV shows, not even a word of English. I had to learn all these um, words in Malay, like um, like grapefruit in, in Malay. Do you know what that is? I have is? no idea. Limau gedang. <laughs> Limau gedang. Limau gedang. Um, capsicum in Malay. I have no Lada idea. Lada Bengala. It's, it's, it's so hard. I, to- honestly... I feel like when I say that back then, a lot of people don't even know what that is yeah, yeah. Um, because it's not commonly used. Even now, I don't think Yeah, it's not commonly it. used. But I had to because that was the rules uh, when no, I started. Yeah. yeah. Like you have to, like not if it's a Malay network, it has everything needs to be in Malay. Um, so it, it took quite a bit of going, uh, getting you used too. to. Um, and people started thinking, I'm Singaporean for some reason. Mm. Like, is she Singapore? Is she Singaporean? Probably because my Malay sounds so baku. Uh-huh. You know, um, maybe it's that. I'm not too sure. Or maybe because my show ended up um, being on Asia, Asian, food, Asian channel food Channel and, yeah. and Singapore TV. Uh, 
But anyways, back to what I was saying. Uh, so yeah, I mean, that I remember I had a few conversations with, uh, with the branding people when I was working, uh, when I started my career. And they're like, we're not telling you to change who you are, Anis. We're telling you to have two personalities. TV personality and yourself when you're with your friends and your family. And I thought that that's just weird, but I didn't think much of it because mm-hmm. that was just work, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and I think a lot of people can relate if, even if they're not in this industry because you have to do what you have to do for work. Mm-hmm. Say if you are, you know, um, a teacher, yeah. you have to just adapt. Yep. Like, you know, okay, this is today I have to teach this classroom and the children are all different from this other classroom yeah. or this, that classroom. And you have to adapt. Like anything you do in this life, you just have to adapt. So I didn't think much of it. I didn't think that I wasn't being myself. You like, wasn't happy It was it. like, it was like doing what I truly love, which was cooking, mm-hmm. but being someone else doing it. Yeah, it's like a character that you play. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Like you're doing what you love, uh-huh. but you're not yourself. being yourself. You Entirely know? yourself. Yeah. But I didn't think anything of it. I wasn't bothered by it um, because I just thought this is just something I have to do. Uh, and then it got a little complicated over the last few years because, you know, I started showing a little bit more of myself and things, you know, TV became a lot more relaxed and mm-hmm. you can start mixing it English up. And, and, it, and it's great. Like I can show a little bit more of myself and that's when it's like, oh, why, why does she speak like this? Why does she look like that? Why is her voice like this? Why is she wearing that? Why is... And, and everything started coming in and that's when... And I realized, and I realized that I started having some sort of self doubt. Mm-hmm. And I like to think that I'm a confident person. I'm always very comfortable being myself because yeah. I grew up in a big family. You know, there's I have lots yeah. of sisters, um, and we are so used to. Uh, we are we grew up in an environment where it was safe to express ourselves. Mm. But, you know, all of a sudden, this job that I do with that I truly, truly love expects me to be a certain way. Restricted. Like yeah. Some, 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 some other yeah. stuff you, you yeah. couldn't really show on TV. Uh, no, yeah, that and, you know, having to fit in different categories, like certain boxes. And that's when I feel like I struggle a little bit. Mm. There were things that, was said um, earlier in my career by uh, people who kind of determine if I could go on or not. <laughs> like things like, you know, um, she's, she's a woman and it's, yeah. it's hard to sell a woman like in this industry. Yeah, because like most of the chefs who are cooking on TV at that point of time, um, yeah. men. Mm. And... She's very young. Um, she's not married. She doesn't have children. So it's very hard for people to believe her, like what, what she teaches. Well, although I am 
like a culinary graduate, and yeah, I graduated top of my class. Stuff like that. that they shouldn't judge you based I on. I think. I think what they're saying is. I mean, I'm not. I'm not criticizing whatever. I mean, well, it, that that was said to me a while ago, and it's been done. But I think, from their standpoint, it's more of like you know they have to study the their audience, mm. and maybe their audience they know mostly mothers, you know, uh, housewives, and they just find that maybe like how can they trust. Uh, this chef who's young, who's not married, who doesn't have children or maternal instinct that was also used. <laughs> you know, the funny story yeah. is like, you yeah. know, when whenever they say like it's based on research and stuff like that, it's probably 50, 50% of the chances are they are making Their own up. personal uh, opinion. Yeah. Because it's, perhaps, it's what perhaps. they have been doing for the past few mm. years. They mm. just feel like something new is not something they wanted to try, something they wanted to risk. Mm, mm, they mm. just assume that's going to yeah. happen. Yeah, yeah. So they are trying to like, you know, we are not doing something different. We just have to like keep doing what we were doing. It was going well, yeah. catered to the same audience and the business is gradually growing. Mm, so mm. we didn't really want to like, I mean, they don't really want to take a risk. Mm. That is how men are because in my perspective, mm. you know, like I've been in the entertainment industry mm. for almost like 13, 14 years. Mm. So I face the same thing as well. Mm. Like, you know, people keep telling me like, hey, you're a Chinese dude. Like, why are you trying to like go into the Malay market? Even from my own people, the Chinese people are like, mm. what the hell are you doing? Mm. Like, you know, they are not going to accept you. Okay. Like, it's hard to like, you know, be in the only one or like something really new to the market. Do like, you know why you're doing it? Because back then I love doing what I do in life. I, I, because I feel like singing and acting shouldn't be limited to only one language. Mm. I mean, especially when I'm Malaysian. Yeah. You know, I'm exposed to different cultures yeah. and different friends and yeah. different like really religions and stuff yeah. like that. I should just give it a go. And I feel like it's so interesting where you, when you get to like, because back then I, I don't have much um, Malay friends or Indian friends, for instance. So when I get into the industry, I feel like, well, there are so many things I actually don't know yeah. as a Malaysian. Yeah. You know, but then like as my friend, mm. as my friends, you know, we, we were in the same industry. So like, you should be happy for me if I'm trying oh, so something wait, new. This is coming from people, you know, like not yeah. people who hire you. These are friends. Friends. Like, okay. you know, like we were in the same Chinese okay. entertainment industry and stuff okay. like that. They're saying like, oh, they, they were talking behind my back. Like, I've been so stupid. He's giving up like what whatever like he he was building and stuff like that. Then I'm like, does that affect you? Yes, yes. Like you know, I because I ended my contract with my previous company back then, mm. and then I was like self managed for a while. Mm. And then the previous management was like saying, if you leave the company, I'm gonna make you suffer. Like I'm gonna tell all the media's how bad you are. I'm gonna tell the brands how bad you were and stuff like that. I was mm. actually worried sick. Because I was just me by mm. myself. Mm. No, I was damn scared. I was like thinking of changing profession and stuff like that. And then I saw this like opening, you know, like maybe I should try auditioning for a different market so that I don't get affected by whatever mm. the mm. management was trying to do to me. Mm. That's how I started. Like I went for audition for, I think for a year back then, mm. back, back in 2016. Mm. For a year, I, I, I didn't hear anything from the production. Because my Malay was so bad. It was Baku and then like, you know, like it sounded like one of the Gina from Kampong mm. trying to speak Malay. Mm. And 
bela nak mampus. <laughs> and then, um, but but I was considering very lucky. Mm. Um, my first show, uh, Suryati Mr. Pilot, mm-hmm. got really big. Mm-hmm. And um, I got, um, you know, people were like trying to search for me online and stuff like that. So after I got in the industry, uh, it's the same thing. Because I was told I'm not supposed to mix too much English in my bahasa. Mm. I mean like in, in the dialogues. Mm-hmm. And I was so stressed out. Mm. And um, even even after I got in the industry, the people from the industry were saying like, You know, why are you trying to prove? Why are you trying so hard to like, to talk to us and stuff like that? People, these are people in the industry. In, in the industry. Like itself. friends or people who hire you? Not, not friends. People It's who just hire like, you? You know, like, like people who make the call? Eh, not really. It's usually the, the, the actors and actresses okay. themselves. Okay. Like they were talking behind my back and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And some of my friends actually came and told me and you know like, I don't know which is telling me yeah, to. Yeah. But I was just like listening and I was like self-doubting like, I just want to do what I love. I just want to make a living. Yeah. I just yeah. want to live my life. Yeah. And why is it so hard? And yeah. if, you, if you know me enough, like I'm not the kind of person who's like trying to like, uh, be friends with everybody. Yeah. Because I feel like I need to be friends with someone that has chemistry with. Yeah. Like I, I, I won't go and suck up to yeah, anyone yeah. that I want to be friends uh, yeah. with. And, um, and people have been telling me that, okay, I've been, has been doing this and that. And it made me feel like maybe I shouldn't talk that much anymore. I was that's having not, like, well, that's not right. Yeah, you know, like, I, because I'm so afraid that people are going to talk shit about All me. All right, okay, let's, let's go back. Um, so you said these people are the people you know, you work with not in with. the same industry, yeah, but not but close. Not Close. They're yeah. not your parents. So why does it matter? You know, like I was alone. Okay. And I was, I needed companions. Yeah. Yeah. And I needed like, you know, someone to hang out with. Yeah. And you know, like when, when you were younger, you feel like you want to be as likable as possible. You want some, you want approval. You want people. Yeah. 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 You want, okay. You All want right. people to yeah. know your existence and yeah. stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. I, I completely relate to that, Alvin, because I went through that for a really long time. Mm. Like just trying to figure out, it's like, you know, when when it was just, when I was just doing TV before social media, I, I had to. Mm. Because if I don't, if I'm not likable, if I'm not, you know, if I'm not the way they I need to be, mm-hmm. the way that sells, then I'm not going to get any job. They're going to replace you. Yeah. <laughs> like... And and I had to like constantly try to fit in. And then when the social media, like, I'm like, maybe it's time to kind of show people who I truly am. Mm-hmm. And then I did. And then the backlash came, mm-hmm. right? And then I tell myself, why should I care? Like, I don't know these people. But as much as I want to believe that, it, it, it still, still affects hurt. me. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, you know, you know, when you're, If you play the slapping game, you know, <laughs> um, and if you get slapped so much, mm-hmm. at one point, it'll, you won't feel anything. It'll just be feel numb, numb. Yeah. right? But you will still bruise. Mm-hmm. So it's the same thing. Like a lot of people don't realize this yeah. because they think that, oh, it's okay to have an opinion on these people because these people put this themselves in the public eyes. Yeah. So we are supposed to give them our opinion. And usually the And bad so ones. they throw, yeah, <laughs> they throw, they throw all these opinions because it's part of our job 
to get criticized. To take it. Yeah. It is part of our job. This is just, you know, oh, the nature of the job. Just take it. But what they don't realize is we are also just normal human beings. Yes. With everyday struggle. Feelings. With feelings, with everyday struggle, yeah. with all of that. Mm -hmm. And now having to hear all of this constructive criticism mm -hmm. and try and change ourselves so we can fit in. So people will like us better. I mean… That is what they are expecting us to do. All these people, people who say things, who comment about you, whether in real life or on Instagram or on whatever, this is this is what they think. Oh, you know, I don't like it. I'm going to voice out because that is, um, uh, I, I can do, I have a voice. Mm -hmm. You know, I am entitled to say my opinion of this person that I don't know, but I watch on screen. Mm -hmm. And this, these people just need to take it in because it's part of their job. But it shouldn't. Yeah. So this is why we're doing this. This is why we're talking about yeah. it. Um, and I don't want to do it. I don't want to say it in a very negative way. I don't want to say it like, oh, you know, look at us. We get this. We get that. You know, people talk crap about us. I, I don't want to say it like that because there are good things. There are good yeah, things. There are people yeah. who say good Definitely. things. Definitely, yeah. But it's just… Is this, is this whole thing that be, becomes a sort of a culture that people just think that they can say, they are entitled to have, to, to say whatever they want about you. It takes the same amount of effort to say something good or bad. Mm -hmm. So sometimes I just don't understand, like I cannot wrap my head around why people would like go out of their way to write something bad about you or to say something bad about you when they know that by doing so, it will affect you. Mm -hmm. You are a normal human being. Like, why would people do that when they can just choose not to say anything or to say something good? I actually have a theory about this. Mm. You know, like how, how if you notice that the one who leaves like bad comments are usually like a private profile mm. or like with without a profile picture mm. and you cannot really mm. see their like face. Like fake account? Like a fake account or like, mm. a, like, you know, like they just use that account to mm. just comment stuff. Mm. Mm. And usually I feel like, because I talked to some of my friends before, usually when they want to say something bad towards somebody, mm. it's because they are not happy about their life. Oh, of course. And they want to see someone like us who they feel like we are entitled yeah. for everything. They feel like we are, we're living a really luxurious, very pampered yeah. life. And like they think that we are so us. confident. Yeah. So, so we can take the punches. Yeah. yeah. So they feel like we are okay to just yeah. take it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, like I said, they think it's part of the job. Like part of our job is to just take it, to take criticism. Mm -hmm. But it's not right. Because some of us are just, not all of us who are doing great. I mean, we have to show that life, that we have a good life because that's what social media is about. And we want to inspire people yeah. to work towards yeah, that Yeah, exactly, exactly. Not, not that I'm saying, oh, you have to be fake on social media. Don't get me wrong. But you, you a lot of people choose to show the best only better the good part yeah. of their life because they use their social media platforms to uh, inspire people, mm -hmm. to inspire people, to show positivity. Like I have bad days, but I don't go on social media and start saying, oh, I had a bad day, this, this, that, 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 because 
I have other outlets for that. I have my family. I have my friends. Um, and I just, I'm a very private person. So I don't like sharing um, my personal things mm. with, with on social media. Yeah. But people don't get that. People think that, oh, this person is just, you know, living a perfect life. Everything is great. You know, oh, she thinks she's so good because she's only saying this or saying that. But it's it's not that. And there's no right or wrong to it. Like like I said, you know, going back to like the beginning of my career, how I had to do everything to just fit in, you know, to, to be that person that can sell on TV. Mm. And then when it went to social media, to be that person that can have the most numbers on 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 social media, you know, oh, do this, do that, say it like this, follow this trend, follow that trend. Mm. And I just cannot keep up because mm -hmm. the more I do it, Alvin, the more I feel like I'm losing my true self. Yes. yes. And and I stop and ask myself, listen, Anes, I had a conversation with myself in front of the mirror. <laughs> what is tr truly important to you? The acceptance of how many hundred thousands of people I don't know mm -hmm. or my own self-acceptance. Mm -hmm. I think it goes back to that, you know, people think that everyone in this industry have got, have got it all. Mm. It's a good life. It's a dream job. But they don't know that we are just like everyone else. We go through our daily struggles. You know, we constantly have to try and fit in. Mm -hmm. uh, we have to have it all together yeah. at all times. Um, there's this a story that I, I thought I wanted to share with you. Um, in 2016, uh, my brother passed away. Mm. And uh, he's, he's my only brother. Yeah. Uh, I was very, very close to him. And... Um, so it happened in the middle of um, shoot. Mm. And I was given one day off. Mm. One day off, uh, Alvin. And, you know, e even if you work in a company, you will get at least minimum of three days, right? Three days. Um, compassionate leave, they call it. But I was expected to be in front of the camera, smiling, talking to the guest celebrities, cooking a day after my brother passed away. And every time my face changed at the camera, like, you know, I'll get like all teared up. Yeah, yeah. They go like, move down, move down, Anis, move down, smile, smile, Anis, smile. And I did it, Alvin, because that was my commitment. Yeah. This was my job. And, and I tell myself, I'm going through something really, really bad, but there are other people in this world, like different parts of the world, who are also struggling and probably a lot worse than I am. So, you know, like tough it up um, and go through it because that, that's your duty. This is your commitment. Mm -hmm. But people don't know that. And yeah. at, in days like this, like when you go through this and you don't talk about it, you don't announce it on social media and then people just come and attack you over something so stupid. Like, mm -hmm. why are you not speaking Malay? Or like, <laughs> why is your hair down? Or like, you why know. Why you didn't smile? Yeah, why is this? Why is that? And it hurts. Yeah. It hurts because we, again, we are just human beings yeah. and we are just trying to do our job and just 
do it in the best way we can. And also, at the same time, function like a normal human being. Yes. So what I'm trying to say is a lot of people don't realize that because they don't think that we are so much similar to them. They don't mm-hmm. think that we are normal people because they think that we have dream jobs. But it comes with a price. A price. Like we don't get like to get like oh, can I get an MC today? Oh, that's uh, like, no such thing. <laughs> I'm pregnant. Like can it I just go no back home? Thing, like, it's, yeah. it's stuff yeah. like that. Because I mean, yeah, our job involves a lot of people, yeah. camera crews, yeah. and like deadlines, yeah. and you know, like post production and yeah. stuff like that. Very yeah. timeline to catch. Yeah. Speaking of the story that you just shared, I actually have one very similar, but not quite. Mm. So back in 2018, when I first signed to Universal, I attended an event in one of the shopping malls. Okay. And I received a call um, from my dad half an hour before the event starts. My brother was riding a bike and he was hit. And the, the driver who hit him ran away and it was raining. And his head was like split open and oh he was bleeding for at least 20 minutes. And then he was sent to the the ice uh, emergency room, mm. and then he was unconscious for the for the I don't know the longest time. And then I have to do the meet and greet. I have to take pictures with everybody. Mm. And then I, f- I was feeling so shit. But yeah, I just was, have to do it. I just yeah. finished it. Yeah. So the point I felt like my mom was like crying on the phone, and then brother like my my elder brother doesn't know what to do and stuff like that. And they just say like, "Can you just come home?" And I felt like, you know, at, point of, at a point I feel like I might just lose a brother yeah. and I might not get to see him. Yeah. So I felt like, you know, like why, why do I have to still smile at people and stuff like yeah. that? Yeah. And, um, but I did it because like, you know, I... That's your commitment. That's my commitment. Yeah. And the people who took pictures with me and stuff like that. They don't you know, know like, it. They don't point, know like, it. You know, like I just want to get it over it and go yeah. home and get a flight and go home. And then, you know, at the point, I, you know, like, some of the people who came, yeah. some of my real supporters, I don't mind like, you know, entertainment, yeah. entertain them and stuff like that. But there are some uh, random people who I never met before. Like, can you do a video for me? Like, you know, like, can yeah. you just like take yeah. more selfies? Yeah. Like, why just two pictures? Can I have more and stuff like yeah. that? At that point, I just feel like, oh God, I wish I could just go. Yeah. You know, like, it's But you did much. it anyways. I did it. I yeah. did it. But at that point, you know, like, you know, I vividly remember, like, you know, some of the people say, like, I think you look fat today. What's wrong? Oh, God. I'm like, yeah. Dude. Yeah. That's the thing. That's the thing. You ask for a picture and then you say, I look fat. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, people don't realize that. You know, people don't Mm. realize that some of their words can hurt us. They don't realize that we're just human beings, that we feel all the things we feel. Mm. Like, I. I am very grateful mm-hmm. to to have what I have, to be doing what I do. Yeah. I know that. I I count my blessings every day. And I'm not saying that, oh, you know, look look at us. This is what we go through, you know, it's so it's so crap. I'm not saying that. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is things could have been better. No, like, you know. like we are human beings. We feel and react like every other human beings. Mm. And People just have to think that before they start saying things that doesn't make sense. Like, you know, especially, I feel like, especially things that you can't 
personally change. Mm-hmm. Like for me, I cannot change the fact that I'm I'm a woman. Mm-hmm. I cannot change the fact that I'm not married or um, you know I have children. Mm-hmm. I I these things are just, I cannot, and I just you know have to do my very best to try and fit in mm-hmm. as as best as I can. And people don't see that because again they only see the good part. They only see they don't see your struggles. They don't understand like your day to day stuff that you go through. You yeah. know, they just feel like okay, this person is here. You know, um, I'm a fan or I'm a supporter or I'm a client or I'm a you know the 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 TV producer and you know they just have to do what is expected of them. Yeah, what's been briefed. Yeah, what's been decided. Yeah, yeah, but. But you know, sometimes it's it's hard. Sometimes it's we struggle, and yeah. I think people just have to understand that and just maybe go a little easy. Maybe before writing things that can be hurtful, um, just don't don't say it. Like yeah, yeah, you we have are, nothing good to say. Just, just don't keep, say it. Just just yeah. don't say it. Just put a little mark in the world, you mm-hmm. know, um, while doing doing what we love. And at the same time, try to share like some sort of like positivity, like what you're doing now. Yeah. Right? You're using your voice, you're using your platform to just talk about these things that are probably a little troubling um, so that maybe people can relate to or maybe people can understand us better. But not, to spread negativity, right? Yeah. So speaking of which, like I, I just want to share with all of you that we we are not perfect. Yeah. Like, of course, we have some negative thoughts. Sometimes I feel like I want to punch some people and on their face and stuff like that, <laughs> oh, or like just curse them to death and stuff like that, <laughs> <laughs> like Santa or whatever. Like, <laughs> no, that's even worse. Haram. No, like you know, like we all have these kind of thoughts. Yeah, before, I mean, yeah, I mean, we, we were had, triggered and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. But then again, it's the action, it's the decision you make whether to whether not to speak it. Yeah, or to act, to on, act that. on it. Yeah. So it's like you know, like you constantly have to like keep improving yourself by mm. doing good, by you know putting yourself in other people's shoes. You know, I I I don't believe that there are horrible people. I don't believe that there are Orion um, Jahat. I I really don't. But sometimes we don't even realize what we do might affect people negatively, and that's mm-hmm. why we do it because it's something that is so normal. Yeah. So more of the story is try to be good do good and be nice to people as much as possible. And I feel like um, inviting Anis for one episode is not enough. (laughs) (laughs) We're almost towards the end of this podcast already. I feel like we feel like we have a really good conversation and hopefully the audience out there, um, our Are You Okay podcast fans can learn something from it. And um, we'll see you next time. Yeah, next time bring picnic food. (laughs) Bye. Bye.